Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Comedian Ben Bailey cracks up the DC Comedy Loft this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in Washington, DC. We spoke in 2019 about his stand-up career and his three daytime Emmys hosting the taxi-based game show Cash Cab. Ben, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Oh, you bet. Thanks for having me, man. Now, uh, comedy interviews are tricky. We don't want to spoil any of your punchlines. So how can we tease? Uh, what, what topics generally might you explore throughout your routine? <laughs> well, there's really no telling what I'm going to talk about. Uh, but nothing political, which maybe is a good thing for D.C. <laughs> <laughs> we have enough maybe of that. Maybe people want to break from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I write about weird stuff. You know, I have a long bit about you know, why we build houses for birds when they can build their own houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why so, do we build? No telling. Weird stuff, nothing political, nothing uh, nothing too offensive. <laughs> so, yeah, well, too offensive, yeah. You get a little offensive, but not too offensive. Um, all right, so, um, yeah. yeah, so bird, all right, so why are we building bird houses? So it's more like observational. Is, for, it's observational humor. Gotcha. For our listeners right. who haven't maybe maybe seen any of your Netflix specials or, any, or Comedy Central or anything, what is, uh, what's your, your style? Is it more of the storyteller, or is it like that Mitch Hedberg, just random one-off thoughts? I'd say it's somewhere in between. It's like uh, storytelling, kind of observational, surreal, observational storytelling. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. If that makes any sense at all. Now people should have no idea what they're in for. (laughs) You got to come to see it. They can watch some of my stuff on YouTube if they want. Ben Bailey Comedy, there's a bunch of clips. They can get an idea what it's about, what it's like. Yeah, exactly. Um, take me back. Uh, how, when did you actually originally get up in stand-up? Because I know all our listeners are going to know you from Cash Cab, we can, which we can get into in a minute. But um, the, the stand-up roots for you, when, where'd you grow up? How'd you get into it to begin with? I stumbled into it. Uh, I grew up on the East Coast, but I started stand-up in L.A. at the comedy stores, the first place I ever went on stage. Uh, I kind of accidentally ended up on stage. I was telling a story in the green room and uh, where I worked, answering the phones. I wasn't a comedian yet. Uh, but I had an audience by the time I was done with the story, you know, I had a bunch of comics for listening. (laughs) So they all thought I was a comedian and a guy offered me a spot on his show that Saturday and I, I took it. Awesome. Who were, who, who were your comedy? Um, did you have any comedy idols back then at that era? At that time in my life, I didn't really, I wasn't really into comedy or anything. It just, I just happened to fail a job interview right next door to the comedy store. And that's how I ended up there. But, uh, what was the job was interview? What was the job interview? I got to know this. <laughs> I was to work. It was to work at the hotel. I had, I had been working in hotels and, uh, there's a place next, right next to the comedy store hotel, that I applied for a job in along with thousands of other people. And I did not get it. Uh, and then I ended up talking to some guys out in the parking lot and I ended up getting a job answering the phones at the comedy store. And that's how I got into comedy. 
That's so great. I you you were the literal, you know, yeah, the, yeah, I, I stayed in the Holiday I failed out of the Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> yeah, I stayed at, Are you a comedian? No, but I stayed at the Holiday Inn Express last night. And didn't get the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Idols were, you know, I had funny, funny guys in my family. My dad's very funny and sarcastic. And my grandfather on my mother's side was a, a big storyteller and always very funny. And uh, I think I was inspired by those guys, but I watched... A little bit of stand-up before I really should have been watching when I was younger. You know, I saw some George Carlin, Richard Pryor. I always loved Rodney Dangerfield. He he, he often gets left off the list of the all-time greats, but he's definitely one in my book, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know why. I, yeah, you're right. He's not first to mind like the other guys you name, but he's, he's right up there with him. He's, I mean, he could be on that Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah, definitely. He, he, he was a great writer, too, and people don't realize. They, they Everybody thinks, oh, he's just that no respect. But he really had a lot of a lot of quick and very funny and very smart uh, comedy bits, which is what I like. I mean, it, it's stand up is about the writing for me as much as anything. I just like to love to come up with a with a bit and then put it out there in the world and see how it does. You know, absolutely. All right, so you're you're doing the you know the hotel job turn and going out in the parking lot. And you get over to the comedy store. You do your first. Uh, you kind of fall into it a little bit. Um, how do you start? Yeah. How do you start building your name? Yeah, I'm trying to connect the dots between there and when you ultimately get on Cash Cab. How do you start building your name? Are you doing tours? Or are you mostly just going around LA? Well, I was in LA only for about six months uh, after that, and then I moved. I decided I was going to be a comedian. That that's what I wanted to do. Pretty much the instant I got my first laugh, which was with the first thing that I ever said on stage, I got a laugh, and I was like, "That this is it." <laughs> do you remember this, what that this was? This is what I'm going to do. What was? What'd you say? What uh, was the yeah, laugh? It's a dated reference. So I, it's a dated reference now. I said uh, I was nervous coming up here, but I remembered from the Brady Bunch to picture everyone in their underwear, which is obviously an old reference now. That was 25 years ago. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, dude, it's and then I said to this big, heavy guy, I said, you, you look great in those panties. <laughs> <laughs> and it got a, got a big laugh. That's a good one. No, it's not, like, it's not too dated, man. My, uh, my brother just used the same thing in my best man's speech the last weekend when they got married. He, the, the joke still works. It kills. Oh, that's great. The same exact joke? Pretty much. Not the panties, but pretty much the same thing. You all look great in your underwear. It, 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 it still holds up. Don't oh, worry. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great, man. Your uh, brother has a career in comedy, maybe. Nah, I think yeah, it's hard to top Ben Bailey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so how do you how do you get on Cash What's Cab that? then? Because that began as, it was a British show, right? Um, and that, like with a different was, host originally. Yeah. But when they when they say that, hey, we're going to bring this to the States, how do they how do they tap you? Do you have to go audition or were you their guy from the start? I, I did a lot of auditions. Six di- six times I went back in. Um, but so I like I moved back to New York and I just kind of relentlessly pursued stand up for about uh, eleven years. Before and, and at that point I was working. I was a weekend regular at all the clubs in New York. That's how I was making my living. I was bouncing around doing ten, twelve shows in a night. You know, making trying to get by on the money that the clubs in the city paid, which was not much. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then Cash Cab came along. Um, I auditioned for it once. They liked me. I went back in. I had a great audition. Is the audition driving behind? Like, are you driving the whole time during your audition? We're pretending to. We're, we're pretending to. We're sitting in a, in chairs that were set up like a cab. <laughs> <laughs> and they were. They had a couple of people that would sit behind you, and you know. So uh, it went really well, and they brought me back in, and then I had to go to taxi school, and then I had to do a background check, and yeah, there was a, there was a lot of hoops to jump through, but it took about six weeks, and then finally I got the gig. 
How does it feel to be, you know, with the exception of De Niro, the most famous cab driver in New York? <laughs> it feels awesome. It feels amazing. It feels really good. Is there ever a time? <laughs> is there ever a time you get into a cab and the guy recognizes you and says, "Wait a minute, are the shoes on the other foot now?" Yeah. Well, they often would recognize me, but they don't say that. They usually either try to take a picture while they're driving, and I'm like, wait till we're stopped. <laughs> <laughs> or they complain that people, because of me, people hail them, and then they pull over, and then the people look in and see if it's me, and then wave them off. They're like, go ahead. I don't want you. I'm looking for the yeah. cash cab. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what was the trickiest part of that, though? Like, I always wondered, how do you drive and keep your eyes on the road, but you're also, you know, so much of entertaining, too, is like that, you know, eye contact and even looking at the guests, you know, in the your rearview mirror. But how did you, how do you drive, remember the, remember your lines, remember the trivia, and not wreck all at the same time? It's, it's, it's that's a skill right there. It's, a, yeah, it's a weird set of, uh, it's a weird skill set for sure. Uh, it got easier as we, as we, you know, I should say it's gotten easier as we've uh, made more and more episodes of the show. Um, but yeah, it's almost like a Zen thing. I just kind of have to put it all in my head and then just let it happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I know you want much going on to focus on on any one thing, you know. Yeah. Did you have a favorite of the of the different challenges? You know, you had your red light challenge, your shout outs, your video bonus. What was most fun for you? Oh, I don't know. Th- those are all pretty tricky for me. There's always a lot to do. The, the red light challenge is tough because everybody's calling answers out. Got to make sure we hear them all and give them credit when they when it's due. And I don't know. The whole job is very difficult. <laughs> it's fun, but it's a, it's it's not easy, you know. Yeah, God, how long is it? I know I, they've been playing reruns for a while, but it's still airing on Discovery Channel and Go, right? Discovery Go. Yeah, I think it's on Discovery Go still. Um, we made new ones last year and the year before, and Nothing uh, solid yet, but it looks like we're going to be making some new ones this year, too. Okay, cool. So we'll keep an eye out for that. That'll also be Discovery Channel. All right, everybody. Well, you want I think you won a daytime Emmy for it as the best game show host, so hats off to you. Um, and you also, you're a producer I on it now, too. I've, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been EP for like the last six seasons. I actually have, I've won three. I've won for host three times, and then we won three times for show as well. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a fan. So I have a collection. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you should put them on your dashboard. Mount them. <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna mount one as a hood ornament on the front of the cab. We're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you totally should. I um, man, I I think there's um uh there's a there's an SNL skit waiting. Um, and I got I gotta tip my one of my buddies from from grad school on this. It wasn't an original idea, but cash ambulance. You know, a guy gets in, he's bleeding to death, and the lights <laughs> the lights come up, and you must answer three questions before you get to the hospital. Of course, he can't. And, you know, you got to dump him off on the street, and he never makes it. But I think there, I think there's money there for you. That's <laughs> pretty. That's a pretty dark show concept. <laughs> maybe in the future, maybe maybe 50 years in the future, opposite the, the running man. Yeah, well, oh, so you're... Although so- that already happened, that that date came and went, the running man. The future date and yeah. the running man has come and gone. <laughs> <laughs> so you think cash ambulances, that's, a, um, you know, it's like a back to the future. You're not ready for it, but their kids are going to love it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, you have two specials on Comedy Central, right? And uh, which was Road Rage and Accidental Ornithology, also on uh, Netflix. Uh, well, it wasn't a Netflix special originally. They, they bought it later on. They licensed it. Ah, gotcha. Um, and people can actually watch that on my YouTube channel right now. 
Um, but it was great. You know, it was in a nice big venue, big theater in uh, the Skirball Center in New York. And it was awesome. It was really fun, man. I loved it. There's another half hour out there. And then I have a special live and uncensored that uh, you can actually watch. If people go to my website uh, and sign up for my email list, then they get a, a free a code to watch that one for free. Awesome. Well, it's got to be really cool. I mean, based on your, you know, your fame from that, you've gotten to do all sorts of other shows. Uh, I think like Thirty Rock. I remember uh, just a bunch of different stuff. Memories of working with Tracy, all those guys on that show. Uh, well, I didn't actually work with anyone except Tracy. It was just the two of us, uh, and I already knew him. <laughs> I'd known him for years, but it right. was really fun. Super fun doing that episode. It was hilarious. It's very funny that he's like Slumdog Millionaire style. He just happens to know everything <laughs> from personal experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really, they did a great job of writing that. And uh, I think Tina wrote it, Tina Fey. And it was it was fun. It was really fun, man. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, other than the DC Comedy Loft on April 19th and 20th, we want everyone to come check it out. Uh, what else is What else is on the horizon? You got any other, uh, you know, specials planned? Or are you just focused on this uh, stand-up tour first? I got a new special that's coming, but I can't really tell you too much about it. And I have several other shows in, uh, in the works. A lot of irons in the fire, but not, nothing I can really tell you guys too much about. But you can check out uh, a little short that I made. I wrote it and directed it, and I'm in it. It's called Badly Written Action Man. Badly Written or Action Wham. Man. Badly Written Action Man. Yeah, that's also on my YouTube channel. It's about a, you know, he's a... A movie action star, but his lines are really terribly written. So they're not like these quick, concise one-liners. They're kind of a little bit wordy and confusing. <laughs> so it's not like I'll be back. I just it's love like, the concept. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, maybe I'll come around here another time later. Hasta <laughs> la vista. If kind of I ever, I'll be back. <laughs> that's so great, man. Yeah, yeah. Hasta exactly. la vista. If I ever get around to coming back, well, yeah, that's a really good idea. It's All fun, right. man. It's really fun. Thanks. Yeah, I like the idea so much. I decided to just produce it myself. So nice. I did, and it's out there for viewing pleasure. All right, cool. All right, well, uh, Ben Bailey, just wrapping it up. D- why should we come out to DC Comedy Law? If our listeners hear this, what sell them on? Why, why should they come on after the show? Because everybody needs to laugh. So come out, and I promise I'll make you laugh till you forget about the things in your life that suck. <laughs> Maybe even get some good lines to use in the cab on the way home. All right, cool. Thanks. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> awesome. All right, Ben Bailey, everybody, DC Comedy Law. Thanks so much for taking the time. You're very generous. Thanks, man. You bet. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.